Good evening, and welcome. You get a double dose today because you got Janice, and then you have the birthday boy. Whenever Dad was home, I always got the feeling he was bored. Like, he never, even though he complains to this day about touring, he's not good at home. Like, I, I literally just remember him as, like, the dude on the couch. You know, he'd pick me up from school occasionally, but he was always, I always just got the feeling like he was like, well, what do I do? I'm here, I'm, and this is not what I'm good at. Dad, that's sick. And I suddenly realized that Ozzy belongs on the road, you know. Ozzy is, um, I mean, I felt like a caged animal. I bought different toys and all kinds of things. My dad's like, I'm going to get a bicycle. I'm going to ride a bike. Because the guy at the bike shop was also giving him weed in our, like, small, like, English village. But it, I, I just remember it, him. It was like his purpose in life got taken away from him. Now I'm ready to come out and go crazy again, you know. Because I really missed my audience. I really missed... The, the, there's not a thrill in the world like a, 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 like a great show, you know. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> 70, well, is it 73 or 72? 72 years ago. John Michael Osborne, born on December 3rd, 1948 in Birmingham, England. Industrial town, christened Ozzy Osborne, the prince of motherfucking darkness. I figured, well... You know, we gotta do Ozzy. I mean, that didn't sound right, but it's his birthday. Come on. So I thought, let's do this biography The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne from Andy. You know, because so many of the different documentaries, here's some of Sharon. It was like, all right, should do lots. Sharon! You know, things like that. And then they. The agent called back and said, oh, no, you know, they don't want Ozzy on Lollapalooza. He's not cool enough. And I'm like, how dare they say that? Yep. So they started OzFest. They started OzFest. Yeah. What else can I say about Ozzy Osbourne that hasn't already been said? If you watch the Osbournes, you saw it up close and personal. This man who has battled drugs all his life. He always falls off the wagon and he gets back up again, you know, and um, he likes to go crazy. And I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many legendary stories and so much so a documentary, I don't think, um, really can, do it justice, but we'll, we'll, we will call from the Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne right there. I mean, there's the classic albums, you know, there's so many different things that we could tap into to talk about Ozzy. There's not just one thing, but there is this. Had to go into Epic to meet everyone. So we said, all right, let's take some dubs and we'll release the dubs and everybody will say, oh, how nice, how sweet and how lovely. Sharon's just me, I want you to go in there and make an impression and throw these jobs in here. I said, yeah, I'll make an impression. With birds in his pocket and booze in his bloodstream, a visibly drunk Ozzy stepped into a crowded luncheon at Epic Records and released some of the doves. He sits on this girl's knee, who's head of publicity. 
She really didn't want him there, and the bird landed on Ozzy's knee. And then he took a bite. Yep, yep, that's... So it, it didn't just start with the bat. I mean, he did the bat later, and later he had to get rabies shots for it. But, um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. There's so much... <laughs> There's so much about Ozzy. I mean, like I said, his life is one big... I mean, his a documentary that would cover days, days. Um... There is since the holidays are upon us, you know. Um, I uh, am remiss. the The Christmas moment. Um, if I can find it, <laughs> I mean, Ozzy is funny. When he, he doesn't even realize it. Um, just that deadpan. You know. Um, <laughs> if I can find it. With Ozzy it's always... Here it is. I love that. Don't you start singing the fucking birds will die. Well, maybe. Without pro tools. Um, there's so much about Ozzy. I mean, there's... The World Detour with him and Jack. That's a documentary in itself. Um, where they go to the birthplace of the blues. You know, because that's what it's all about. And, you know, Ozzy lives for music. And when he's with other musicians, you know, um, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And he's just an icon. And... To really sum it up in a documentary. I mean, there's so many on Ozzy. It's like, what do we choose from, you know? Um, you know, and uh, Sharon is always in them. Sharon! Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. We're going to go and see this blues man. Here we go. This is really good. This song I wrote in 1985. And I recorded it in a rock band. And then I switched it to this Mississippi style. That wasn't the clip I was looking for. Just like Ozzy. <laughs> 
Oh my. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Um, the music. I wish we could play it. I wish we could play it. So many moments. Um, we're just gonna. <laughs> it's funny. I know you're thinking oh, you're so unprofessional. Well, fuck you too. Um, <laughs> Rico, perfect. The nine lives of Ozzy Osbourne. The most shocking details from the A&E documentary. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Let's go. Oh my. Tour tales. Well, we know about him sniffing the ants with Motley Crue. That's a little disturbing. Um, early prison because he tried to kill Sharon. Yeah, Parkinson's. The documentary details all the health scares that have affected the Osborne family from Sharon's bout with colon cancer to Ozzy being diagnosed with what was thought to be multiple sclerosis as well as the quad bike accident that nearly killed the rocker. However, The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne ends with Ozzy's diagnosis with a form of Parkinson's as first revealed in a Good Morning America interview in January 2020. In the interview, Sharon says there's many different types of Parkinson's. It's not a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination, but it does affect certain nerves in your body. And it is, it's you have a good day and you have a good day and then a really bad day. The documentary also showed him living with the illness and showed that he seems to be doing well, recording an album, getting ready for a possibly final world tour that is due to start in October 2020. Now, due to COVID, we know that didn't happen. You know, um... Hmm. This is interesting. The other Osbournes. Most... Aussie fans will be familiar with why Sharon and their children Kelly, Jack, and Amy. But the documentary also gave glimpses of the singer's three children, other children, his daughter with Sharon, Amy, who famously declined to appear in the reality TV show The Osbournes, makes a brief appearance, and his two children, Jessica and Lewis, with his first wife, Thelma, were also mentioned. Jessica and Lou, however, do not make an appearance in the doc. Though they have spoken about their upbringing in the previous documentaries in the 2011 God Bless Ozzy Osbourne, for example, Lou says when he was around, he wasn't drunk. He was a great father, but when he was kind of seldom really, I just have a lot of memories of him being drunk, random shit, like driving cars across fields and crashing them in the middle of the night and stuff like that. It's not good for family life, really. Ozzy's eldest child, Jessica, meanwhile, added, I don't remember being put to bed or having a bath by dad or anything like that. I would say he was there for us. I wouldn't say he was there for us. No, never on sports days, school trip, parents evening. He wasn't like that. No. Whoa. Oh, my. Ozzy. Ozzy and Randy Rhodes. You know, there's a really interesting cover of GQ. Ozzy looking suave on the GQ cover reveals that he thinks was the first metal song of his influence on punk. Interesting. Oh my. Yes. 
Being a big fan of the Beatles, GQ asked if Ozzy thinks Helter Skelter is the first metal song. He disagrees. Nah, it's not heavy. It's just fast song about Helter Skelter. Maybe you could say You Really Got Me by The Kinks or a song by The Who, but I don't even consider myself as heavy metal. I did a few heavy things, but I've done more melodic things too, ballady things. Ozzy did, however, feel that Sabbath had an influence on punk. Punk was a spinoff of Sabbath. It was an anti-establishment. The only band of them I liked was the Sex Pistols. That one album was great. It captured something, but Johnny Linden, whatever his name is, wants to stop talking and make some fucking music. Ozzy and religion. I've tried reading the Bible, but it's a fucking language that I don't understand. These are his quotes. Someone should do a version of my language. And so Jesus said, fuck off. And lo, and they all fucked off. (laughs) The highlight for me was reading Ozzy's retell, the story of meeting Queen Elizabeth for the first time. When I met her... When I met her at the party at the palace for her golden jubilee in 2002, she looked at me and she said, Dom's Porsche voice, Hello. So this is what they call variety, is it? The whole interview was worth reading. It features some stunning pictorial interview. Yeah. Ozzy. Sharon. The children. You know, there, there are certain songs for Ozzy for me that stick out. No more tears. But you know, you really have to enunciate them. There's a funny meme of Ozzy holding one of those shampoo bottles with the no tears. No more tears. Yeah, he'll probably get me for that one, but oh well. Ozfest. Think of Ozfest. How Lollapalooza didn't want Ozzy, and so him and Sharon were like, fuck it, and they started Ozfest. And gave bands, you know, like the Deftones and Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, a taste of success. When it means, you know, because, you know, not everyone's going to book you. Yeah. A taste of success. Ozzy Osbourne is one of those artists that really just knocks you out. He's controversial. He's loved. He's beloved. He's hated. He's feared. People think he's a Satan worshiper. He's not. You know, oh, crosses on the doors. You know, they sang about Black Sabbath. Come on. Come on. Let's get real. It's a beautiful song. It's heavy. It's hard. What is heavy metal? Ozzy Osbourne? I mean, he says that he doesn't feel he's heavy. He's more melodic. But then if you listen to the guitars for Black Sabbath, it's like, whoa. They've been slacklined, you know, because their guitarists cut the tips of his fingers off. Tony Ioni. But it's Ozzy. It's the voice. It's the personality. You know, um, Crazy Train. I think Crazy Train really is his epitaph right there. And No More Tears. I love the song Under the Graveyard. That was released this year. They did a really great video of... It was like a music video back in time of someone playing Sharon and him when she goes to save him from drinking himself to death in 1979. When he le- you know, he was kicked out of Black Sabbath. Yeah. There are so many documentaries to pull from. 
when it comes to Ozzy Osbourne. There's the Osbournes, of course. There's God Bless Ozzy Osbourne. There's the Nine Lives Annie biography. There are the classic album series about Black Sabbath, okay? About Black Sabbath Paranoid. There's so much to be said about Ozzy Osbourne. As a Sagittarius myself, I feel some kinship to him, the craziness. You know, you always want to rock that energizer fucking bunny spirit. He's got it. There's something in his water. It's mutated water, you know, of John Michael Osborne calling himself Ozzy. Not Ozzy and Harriet, but Ozzy Osborne. He's got that thick Birmingham accent, you know. He's he's not only an icon, he is a cult figure. I mean, you think of the Osbournes really that TV show. I'm not a big proponent of reality TV, but that that show really did something. Yes, one episode of it is scripted, yes, and they have attested to that. But then the rest of it, it really is I mean, that really is Ozzy. There's a really funny moment. This is this is how working class Ozzy truly is. He doesn't realize how rich he is. He doesn't realize his influence on people. And they get into the limo. And Ozzy's like, oh, I fucking hate these stretch bastards. And Sharon's like, oh, look at the lights. It looks like Kelly's bedroom. I will live here then. And Ozzy, you can't show up to the CD signing in a taxi. That's how working class he is. I mean, there's so many moments in the Osbournes, that itself, the first season, is a documentary itself on Ozzy Osbourne. I would just say go watch the Osbournes, season one. The rest of it, eh. Because it's, it's so fresh. You, this, is, this is truly who Ozzy is. I mean, let's, let's get real here, you know? Mm. I love it when he's like, when the bubbles, remember the bubbles and the popcorn? Popcorn, bubbles, Ozzy, I'm Sharon, I'm Ozzy Osbourne, I'm the Prince of fucking Darkness, what's evil about the bubbles, what are you doing to me, I just want to play rock and roll man, yeah, that's Ozzy Osbourne in a nutshell, just wants to play rock and roll, it's as simplistic as that, and so, you know, this is why he stands alone, this is why it's like, okay, can I really find a documentary that would do him justice? But it's for in all honesty, in all actuality. If you watch the Osbournes, like I said, you've got you've got your taste of Ozzy right there. He, he doesn't need to put out a biography; it's there. Everything he's showing you, all of his colors. He's showing you everything that he's ever going to do, everything that he's ever going to be. In those moments. He just wants to play rock and roll. He wants to be with his family. He wants to be with his wife, his dogs. He loves to paint. He loves to play music. He's a character. He knows this, that he is a character of his own creation. Like Mae West, where does the character end? What is the real Ozzy Osbourne? I think the real one is when he's naked, when he's vulnerable, when he's raw. I remember Barbara Walters, wherever she is, when um, Sharon was dealing with colon cancer, and she's like, I don't even want to ask. I mean, you tell me, Ozzy, how you feel. 
It's the worst thing that ever happened. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, Ozzy. I can't really do Barbara right now. I mean, come on. I don't think anyone can do Barbara right now. Barbara has left the building. Not in the flesh, but... You know. This is 2020. Yeah. I often joke that 2020 really sucked because she really didn't, you know, she couldn't make it to drop the ball. And look what happened. Boom. So, this is a crazy time. Everyone's trying to stay safe. Even Ozzy Osbourne is trying to stay safe. So, on his birthday, my fellow Sagittarius, I listened to his songs with pride and with honor. You know, I still to this day can't work out to Iron Man because it's like, oh God, this is so cliche. It's such a good song. It's like, don't. Maybe, maybe, you know, some of his other songs like War Pigs, but no, there's, there's certain Black Sabbath songs that are very sacred, you know. So Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon, but mainly Ozzy, I want to wish you a very happy birthday. That's the Dr. Zeus film podcast. There's no real documentary to say. I think you've said who you truly were, truly are on the Osbournes and the World Detour with Jack. World Detour with Jack. You get to go to Cuba. It's at the place of the blues. And so... You know, in this, this podcast, you know, I, this is a moment where I've got to, you know, you got to single out Ozzy Osbourne. This man has so many documentaries, so many documents of media of him. You know, the head of the, 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 the head of the doves getting bitten off the bat. All, you know, this rock and roll mythology and he did it and he smoked it and he fucked it and he, and he put it to bed. You know what I mean? And it's in the music. It's in the music. So always unpleasant dreams and crazy. Yeah.